Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Hello Cobblers fans, once again Town have failed to live up to expectation and rather than build on the better performance of midweek, reverted immediately to type and lost out in a truly awful match at AFC Wimbledon. Don't be fooled though, this isn't going to be a podcast full of negativity because just as you think there can't be any positives, it turns out to be one of the podcast team's birthdays. This is It's All Cobblers to Me. Again, and he's got it. Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three. Hello, thank you for listening to our podcast all about Northampton Town Football Club. It's lovely to have you here. My name is Charles, and with me today are Neil Edgerton Scott, Danny Brothers, and the birthday girl. It's Chesy Jeffy. Coleman, happy birthday, Chesie. Thank you. Woo! Hey, Yay. happy birthday. Out of Jeffy interest, birthday. how much Caterpillar cake have you consumed today? So much. I mean, for three solid days, I've just had Caterpillar cake on a like a loop. So I think I might morph into one eventually after this weekend. <laughs> is it? Is it like, um, have you ever been to, is it Yo Sushi? Yeah. Where they have the conveyor belts yeah. of food going round. Yeah. Was it like that, but just caterpillar cake? Yeah, it really was. It was quite extreme. 
Did every so often they just throw in a Wiggles rather than a column? <laughs> yeah, good old Wiggles. We love Wiggles. <laughs> I think you might need to just explain that because I didn't know. Where was Wiggles from? Wiggles was from Sainsbury's and um, I uh-huh. went and collected him um, on, I think, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, which was lovely. Lovely. And what was what was better, Colin or Wiggles? Oh, definitely Colin, but shh, don't tell anyone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so um, it is your birthday today, as we are recording. Presents? Have you had had any any cobblers related ones? You certainly didn't get three points, did you? No, I didn't get three points. There was only one thing that could ruin my weekend for my birthday, um, and that was a cobblers losing, which obviously naturally they did. But I mean, I'm, I'm in a win-win situation really because obviously this time last year on my actual birthday, my house did burn down, so I couldn't have got any worse. <laughs> this year so i think the fact that all four walls of my house are still standing is is probably quite a good result but um yeah i got some lovely gifts it was been lovely um but yeah it was good fun took down a fence for my troubles this weekend with a sledgehammer which was great fun oh was robert palmer there (laughs) but um it's uh but yeah it's been a lovely weekend that's peter gabriel by the way charles not to nitpick but oh was it really (laughs) Oh, hopefully we're just about to make it even better because I know that we've all said happy birthday to you, um, but there, there's some other people as well. So um, here's that for you. Hey, Jesse, many happy returns from deepest, darkest Cornwall. Roll on some West Country away days next season. Probably St. James's Park rather than Home Park. Never mind. Cheers. Happy, happy birthday, Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. Hi Jeffy, Matt here from Cobbler's Vlogs. Just wanted to send you a quick message to say a very happy birthday. Make sure, as I would, you drink loads of Bovril to celebrate and I hope you have a fantastic day. Hi Chessie, it's Rich here from the Slack channel. Just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday and I hope you have a lovely day. Happy birthday Chessie. Hope you had a great birthday in the sunshine for you. Keep up all the great work you're doing with the podcast. Thanks, bye. Just a quick message to wish our resident tractor lover and resident farmer, Jeffy, a happy birthday. Happy birthday, me old mugger! Hi, Chessie. It's Leeds United fan Mike Fuller here. I managed to track down Alan McCormack so he could give you a joint birthday message. Oh, actually, wait, no, part of that isn't true. So you've just got me. So hope you have a great birthday. Have a good one. See you soon. Very cool. That's so cool. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. That's so cool. Thank you to Malcolm Butler, Mike Peacock and Son, Craig West, Matt Sammons, Rich Dewhurst, Ros Spokes, Charles Lawrence and Leeds United fan Mike Fuller. I love that he introduced himself as Leeds United fan Mike Fuller. (laughs) That made me chuckle a lot. Of course, that's his name on his birth certificate. His official title. Officially, officially. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm very sorry on Mike's behalf that he couldn't get Alan Animal McCormack for you. Well, he's a bit busy, isn't he, trying to save South End single-handedly? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's doing a better job than Ricky Holmes is at the minute, apparently, according <laughs> to my mate. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so there you go. I hope that's made your birthday. Yes, it has. Thank you. Good. It's better than three points. That wasn't it. Definitely. Mm, yes. I mean, three <laughs> points would have been great, cobblers. <clears throat> no name well, names. <laughs> but um yeah <laughs> well look uh we, we'll, we'll move on um obviously we're ce- celebrating your birthday all the way through the pod 
this week, Jeffrey. There isn't any more surprises unless Danny's got a special rendition of Name That Bench for you. But um, no, I just ruined it. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Anyway, <laughs> got a brand new feature now, uh, which I am calling Corrections and Retractions. <laughs> Is that Sunderland person writing again? <laughs> I haven't done any dodgy accents recently. Come on. Not uh, me this time. This could be a long section. <laughs> He's, it could be, couldn't it? And uh, especially seeing we've we've now got next week's one already lined up, seeing as you've just called Newcastle United fan uh, Brian a Sunderland fan. He's not going to be happy. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's thanks to Steve which, at Cobbler Toad on Twitter uh, this week for pointing out that Jose Luis Silva was actually Paraguayan and not Chilean, as was stated on last week's podcast. God, Danny. Oh, it's definitely not me. <laughs> I think it was me, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steve says that he was, he was his idol when he used to play a fat goalie that can bang in a free kick. <laughs> I think I know Steve. Oh, do you? I think so. I think I used to play football and work with him, if it's the Steve I'm thinking of. Um, and he's been very unkind to himself there. He's not fat. He, he did play in goal, and he could also bang in a free kick. Ah, lovely, lovely. Well, I mean, there you go. So apologies, especially to uh, Jose Luis Chalavert, because... Uh, <laughs> He'll be listening. Nail. Bad Neil. Yeah, I did apologise to him directly on behalf of Neil on Twitter as well. Thank you. You, yeah. you did. <laughs> Tagged him. No in, response yet. He must be a busy no. man. He'll be very, very busy, won't he? Taking free kicks. Just, <laughs> just touring. I wonder the what he's world. up to now. Just takes free kicks. Just goes around the parks and wherever he lives, taking free kicks. Well, uh, this is one for Google. So he's. Did you say he was Chilean? <laughs> No, he's no, he's not Chilean. He's Paraguayan. We said that last oh, he's Paraguayan. Week, Sorry, Paraguayan. I, I would imagine he'd, he's quite a hero in Paraguay, though, because um, they take their uh, football really seriously, don't they? Oh, here They're we go. Very Look. passionate. Good story. Oh, um, love a story. This is a story from December 2020. Paraguay legend Jose Luis Chilever announces his intention to run for president. <laughs> Amazing. Ooh, that's incredible. So there you go. That's an incredible development. Do you know what that leads me immediately on to? Guys, Donald Trump. <laughs> I was going to say, if 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 you were going to have one footballer, past or present, to be prime minister, who would it be, and why? Certainly Ooh. wouldn't be bloody David Buchanan. <laughs> okay, does it have to be a cobbler's player or any player? What's what's the? Well, we're a cobbler's co- podcast, so should we keep it cobbler's related? Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Ooh, past or present? Did you say past, past or, present. or present? Alive or dead? Yeah, go on. I mean, difficult job doing it from the grave, but then again, Boris is doing a good job, isn't he? <laughs> Hypothetical, isn't it? Hypothetical, okay. It is. He's going to say John Hodge, isn't he? <laughs> I do want to say John Hodge, <laughs> but I'm not going to. You'd surely go for Walter Tull, for everything he, he embodied, like, life as it should be, right? It's a good we hear, we hear from so many years and so many historians about what an incredible man he is. Surely he would be the one from, if you're talking many generations ago, but I don't know who would be it within my generation. I, I probably Bayo. You see, I I, th- I think you you you've kind of got it there, haven't you? Because uh, you know you're 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 looking at it sensibly, Jeffy, which is fine, <laughs> which is absolutely fine. But if you are going to be really sensible, then surely you want a prime minister that's going to be a success, and the only person that you can really go to for that for continued success over at least a four year period is Dave Bowen. Oh, not for me. I'm going Hildeberto. <laughs> get him in there 
<laughs> Love it. Get him in. Let's oh. have some fun. <laughs> Obviously, Eric Sabin. Obviously, yeah, well. Eric Sabin. Oh, the legend. There was only one choice there, wasn't there? there was, yeah. Yeah. That would be a stylish prime I mean, minister, wouldn't in it? In terms of doing the job, I think Samo would do a good job as well. Yeah. He'd um, sure it all Reassure the nation, I think. He would, yeah. Be... Well, I don't know if Samo, I think he'd get too annoyed. So, <laughs> he'd get too frustrated, wouldn't he? Not that no. Hildeberto wouldn't, obviously. But. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh, All right, Sabin then. Stick Sabin in there. Let's just I form like, a cabinet of... Serious one, I might go Dennis Casey. Oh, great job. Oh, what a... Oh, oh. Dennis. I like well, that. Sean Dyche should be a good one. Oh, Sean Dyche. Imagine Sean Where's Dyche with the nuclear codes for Trident. No, yeah, but <laughs> imagine him in trade deals. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, you would we knock would him out win. of a rip. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the way Burnley play, his walls will be straight up, won't they? His, like, <laughs> his defense are budget. You, are you suggesting... I was going to say, are you suggesting Sean Dyche is the British Donald Trump? Uh, no, because I'm scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go, Dyche, if you're listening. We're sending Danny to do your interview. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang on, hang on, right? Just I've just had an image in my head, right? Can you imagine Careful. Sean Dyche giving a speech about cancelling Christmas? Right? Because Boris fumbled around about that for weeks, didn't he? Telling us, promising us all this wonderful Christmas. Sean Dyche would just be like, right, lads, ain't no Christmas this year. Just sort yourselves out, right? And that would have been it. I, I don't know, you know. I, I think Sean, I think Dyche would have been a bit more like, you know, Let's have Christmas. Let's no. enjoy ourselves. I, I, think, yeah. I think he'd have been more enjoy enjoy yourselves. You only live once. No, I think he would have been as long as everyone behaved themselves and performed well during the year. Oh, no, I think he would have. I think he would have done the speech as well, like wearing a fake nose and fake glasses. <laughs> <laughs> like, I reckon so, he he would just be a bit crazy. Bit like that press conference he gave. What was yeah. he talking about? Well, he, the, eating something, wasn't it? And boring questions as well. Yeah, he just he yeah. just had a good chin wag, didn't he? Yeah, good laugh. It was good. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know which way he'd go. I think you're right. I think he'd be. He'd I be think no Danny's nonsense. right. If you, if you yeah, he'll be no nonsense. But you know, he's one of those. He comes across as one of those managers that's like you know, if you uh, if you're good to me, I'll be good to you. Yeah. I reckon the country would be fully on side though. We would have like no people breaking any COVID rules because they would be literally terrified to do so. He'd knock at the door and just turn up at your house. It like <laughs> take personal responsibility for it. You just go around the houses, like in Love Actually, with Hugh Grant knocking on all the doors, but just a terrifying version of Hugh Grant. What about David Rennie? <laughs> oh, oh. Ooh, David Rennie, yeah. one of the best. Essentially, I'm just trying to think of ex-players Bald. or current Bald. players Bald. that were looked a bit boring and were, you know, sort of past 25. Ian Taylor would be another good one. Oh, Ian Taylor. Yeah. Ian Taylor would be great. Yeah. I think he's too cool for Prime Minister, though. He'd have yeah. to have Ian Jess as his assistant, wouldn't he? As yeah, he's too like, cool. He's got his own brand of headphones. He does. Carl they... wouldn't like that. No. No. So Ian Taylor's got his own brand of headphones. Yeah, they're called IT7? Yeah, IT7, yeah. Yeah. He couldn't have him as Prime Minister. He'd have to be like, I don't know. Entertainment. Chancellor of the Exchequer oh, no, is quite yeah, obviously going to be David Cardoso. I was trying to say that. We'd be well away. Chancellor of the Imagine that. 
No, that, I'd rather not. I'd that would be I'd the day. Not. That genuinely would be the day. If ever it popped up, and I know it would never happen because hopefully it'll be housed elsewhere in a short period of time. But um, if it ever popped up that David Cardoso had got a role in government, that would be me done. I'd be off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd literally, I'd be immediately packing my bags and like, right, where am I going? I, don't, I didn't, wouldn't even care where I went. You'd get a one-way ticket to Mars that they were offering a couple I'd, of years ago. I'd take it, mate. To get away from that, I would take it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Your council tax gone up to a grand a day. What? <laughs> Where's that going then? We don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I've got this lovely new house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you sell it soon, Mrs. Cardoso. Oh, yeah. Go by the news. Well, the house is already sold, isn't it? The actual oh, house. The said- one that was in Chapel Brampton oh, yeah, was already yeah, sold. They've actually sold it, but she just owes the money now, don't she? Yeah. So oh, 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 I see. That's gone missing as well, has it? They're now <laughs> saying that, yeah, they're now saying that the house that she currently owns, she basically needs to sell it because she owes the money. And if she doesn't sell it, then the council will sell it. And that's what they've got is some kind of, um, uh, you know, I don't know whether you call it a judge's order or, you know, something from the courts to, to give them permission to do so. Crazy stuff, crazy stuff. Anyway, let's not get too bogged down in that. Chapel Brampton uh, has a great pub that does great cauliflower cheese on a Sunday. Oh. <laughs> just, just just wanted to let everyone know. I is it crap the rest called. of the week? Or the cauliflower oh, cheese? It's going to me mad. What's it called? I don't know. So I don't think any of us oh, are going Spencer over there. Arms. Spencer Arms. Oh yeah, lovely part oh, that, you know. Yeah. Spencer Arms. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> but although not doing not as doing as well now, the Brampton Holt is is a lot busier pub just down in the in the valley. Yeah. Pub news. Northampton's got a valley. I say valley. It's a. This is bottom, new to me. It's not a valley. The Nen, I've, I've, Nen Valley, <laughs> isn't it? Well, no, I don't know. I think I've dressed that up too much. It's just the bottom of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> the, the six fields is basically a valley. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bowl. The bowl arena. Yeah, I was going to say it's a bowl. Yeah, it's not a valley. Talking of six fields, well, I was just going to ask whether we would prefer a slide down the hill or an escalator. Slide all day long. Absolutely a slide. Be slide yeah. With those yeah. mats that make you go faster and then you have to run up. And when you're a kid, you get all tangled up in the mat and fall up the stairs about four that times. How to skelter mat. Is that what you're thinking? Of? Like, like the made straw of... mat. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You don't want to go down a hill to skelter without a mat, do you? Oh, no. no you'd be burnt to smithereens. Oh, yeah. A few crisp burns there, wouldn't you? But oh, you'd, I want a water slide, though. It'd have to be water slide. What it needs, right, is a little chute. I didn't even need to say that, did I? Yeah, but like a little chute that, like, you get, you press your um, your seat into the top, and it just shoots you into your seat, (laughs) so you don't have to move. At least something could shoot, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you dare try and bring this back round to football, Danny. (laughs) 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 We've avoided it for nineteen minutes. Don't you dare. Well done, Danny. Um, I don't know where to go from here. Nothing happened at the weekend, did it? Should we just <sighs> should we just call it quits? I don't like being right, but I feel like I was a bit right on the preview show. I basically told Danny off for being optimistic and getting excited that we were. Well, Danny got on scolding, track. did he? Well, I, I just sort of said, look, you know, Danny was Danny was being optimistic after the one nil win over Oxford in midweek, and and I said, well, we've been here before. They'll go and do one good result, and we'll all get our hopes up, and we'll all start thinking this is it. We'll kick on from here, and then we're just terrible again in the next game, which is basically exactly what happened because it was a dreadful match, and yeah, we lost. 
typically. Well, I'm not talking about it, so over to Jeffy and Dan. <laughs> well, it's a good job we've got a really tricky run, isn't it, since we can't beat anyone around us? Do you know, in a way, that's like a, it feels like there's a slight silver lining. And the silver lining is? I'm, I'm Well, the silver lining is, for me, is that if we were going to be playing teams that are around us every single week, where you are going right to, you know, to coin a Danny phrase, it's a six-pointer. I love the way, by the way, that Neil has literally gone on mute and he's just like down tools and he's not going to be coming back on until we stop talking about the conference, I think. Um, but in a way, I, I just sort of look at it and go, well, you, I don't expect us to win those games that are coming up against the likes of Hull and you-know-who and Sunderland at the end. But So therefore, it won't feel as bad if we do lose or when we lose those games. Whereas it, it it's... It's worse when you lose against the teams that are around you because you know that if you'd have won, then you're giving yourself a chance. And I know Neil hates it by, you know, all season I was talking about, you you know, winning the games that on paper are winnable. Um, And I was told off for having done that. Um, But essentially, that's where we've been even. Left down. That's that's where we've been let down this season. Is that we've not won the games that actually we need to win, and so in a way, I, I think it's probably a good thing because who have we got left, running wise, that are around us? We've got to play Bristol Rovers, haven't we? Is that the only team that are basically in this same sort of relegation fight as us? Yeah, I think so. so <clears throat> I mean, Everyone else is going for promotion, aren't they? Or, yeah, so um, let's just say, right, well, well, we'll definitely lose that game against Bristol Rovers because we can't play well against teams that are in and around us. Um, so we are, and we are relegated already, in my view. Might as well. Um, but, you know, it won't matter that much if we lose to Sunderland. Like, I don't expect us to win. So, therefore, you know, could be worse. I mean, I think... Yeah, we- <laughs> Okay, we we don't really want to talk about it because it was fairly rubbish, but I think you have to look at it slightly pragmatically, um, as Keith Cole would love to say. Um, <laughs> I think, generally, it was a rubbish performance. I don't think you can really pick out any individual, regardless of what penalty was m- missed slash saved, what goalkeeper kicked the ball out left right center whatever I think generally as a collective group we weren't particularly very good on Saturday that was fairly evident right um but I think we we are in a really strange position where we we weirdly stand more of a chance playing bigger teams so we just have to look at it in terms of the fact that Danny said this last week that we we could finish 20th stay up and that could be classed as a a good season and I think it was really difficult to take on Saturday because it would have been so easy because we could have been five points clear but because it went so horribly wrong it felt so much worse I'm not discounting how bad it feels now and I'm not discounting how bad a position it could well put us in and if we do get relegated which I think we probably will this game probably will be a big change or turning point in that particular struggle. But I think if you were to look at our performances on a whole, 
regardless of the managerial change, we haven't really done enough on both counts with both managers. And I don't think it's necessarily the managers. I think it's it's the group of players collectively have just not quite got enough. And I think it, that might just be it. <clears throat> yeah, it's happened too much now, isn't it? <clears throat> so yeah. for it to be any managers, it's been, it's happened throughout the season it's just been one thing after another and I've just I've tried so hard to, to keep positive through it all and on Tuesday night I was buzzing again because I thought you know here we go that's a big win we were out of the bottom four again and you know we're playing Wimbledon on Saturday let's kick on and, and go for it because we did show on Tuesday night that that we wanted it and we wanted to create chances and we were putting shots on goal and all this and Saturday was back to just the dross of it again and just like how many times have we been here this season and you're right Charles you were spot on that I was being too positive <laughs> because <laughs> We've we've just been in here too much. Like these things like Oxford City, the the Oxford away game, United away game, the Portsmouth away game, and just the the dross and the curl at the end. Rochdale was it uh, Wigan as well? It just keeps coming back, and the the players are just not good enough, and they're not going to be good enough to keep it up, keep us up by the look of it, um, unless we produce miracles on a one-off basis. And I'm sat here now going, you know. I've, <laughs> And I hate feeling this about my own club because I'm a passionate fan and I, I really want us to, to do well. I want us to stay up. I want John Brady to do it. I want this group of management team to do it. But I'm sat here after Saturday going like, is it even worth it? And, that, and I hate feeling like that about my own football club. That is it worth staying up? Because if we finish in 20th and we, we scrape staying up by beating some of these other teams, like 1-0 or something, is that not going to paper over the cracks and say like, okay, some of these players are now going to stay because they've kept us up? And like they're not. Probably, good yeah, that's the problem, it's, isn't it, Danny? It's, and it's, it just it hurts me to say it because, like, to say is it actually better if we go down and start again? And it's the first time I felt like that this season. But I just think it's 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 happened too much for us to now go into next season thinking, oh, okay, everything's everything's rosy again. We finished twentieth. Brady gets the job. Let's go on again. And then we we just end up rock bottom because and starting the cycle again because we've not changed much and because we think this player is better than they are. I, I I'm, think, I'm at my lowest bit this season. I think now after that, it's because again because sorry, Jeffy, to cut you off, um, because we're playing against a relegation rival that clearly wanted it more, and like they they treated it like the game it should have been, and it should have been all gung ho. And Brady said before the match, we won't worry about the opposition, um, but we did, and we we completely sat back. And I think Neil said at some point on the on the chat, we we just we're scared of them. We're scared of what could happen if we lose the game. Uh, whereas we should have been just going at it and trying to make you know, chances for ourselves and trying to show ourselves and trying to impose ourselves again. And we've said it's time and time again. It's, it's Yeah, I've had it. I don't, I don't think you're the only one, in, in fairness. I mean, Neil has literally disappeared. Neil was a written, you know, I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, but Neil basically said immediately as soon as the final whistle went, he said, that's it, I'm done for the rest of the season. Um that's going to be a bit difficult seeing as he does a podcast. And he, he actually said that he probably wasn't going to be here to record. Um, I, I, I don't know what changed his mind. Maybe it was just the fact that it was Chesie's birthday and he wanted to say that. But obviously, as soon as we started talking about the football, he's popped himself on mute. And, uh, and that's absolutely fine. It was um, Chesie's birthday and the fact that you sent me a message saying, if you don't come on the podcast, then you can't come on ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh. scared. <laughs> um, I didn't. No, you didn't. No, you absolutely didn't. Uh, <laughs> Nothing changed my mind, Charles. I was probably it is Chessie's birthday, so I wasn't going to miss that. And 
probably calmed down a little bit since yesterday, but I don't think I'm going to watch properly for the rest of the season because I've had it. I think a lot of people have, though. I think a lot of people have kind of lost that. Well, it's lost the interest, isn't it? Because I think you can kind of see what's coming. But I think we've got a little bit of an issue in terms of morale, evidently, um, in terms of, I think we've lost it as fans and therefore the players will struggle. But I, I just genuinely believe that they're just not quite good enough on all counts. I don't think mm-hmm. you can pick out any individual at all for this match or, or many previous, really. I mean, we have picked out individuals along the way, but generally speaking, we've picked out so many that it kind of equates to the whole 11, right? <laughs> yeah, whole so team. I think, yeah, I think, and do you know what? There's no shame in just being a, a, a decent League Two footballer, but I kind of think that's what they are at the moment. And, and that's okay. That's absolutely fine. But we don't need that. We can't do that because we need to fight for, for, for a League One place. And I, I just don't think it's attainable, which is a shame because we were so positive in May. But I, I also think that it's that bounce effect, isn't it? Because I, I honestly don't think we were prepared enough or expecting enough to go up. Can I just um, go back to Danny's point about almost being happy about, or not obviously not happy, but you know, almost just accepting that we need to just maybe just go back down into League Two again? Is that, you know, should we be doing that? As in, should we accept that? Or, no, but, but that's how the players have made me feel over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. But I mean, what what do you think that we can maybe do to... Because I, I, the worst part of it, of course, is the fact that the only way to show our displeasure about anything with the, you know, the football team and the, the club is is through social media. And I'll be honest, I'm I'm done with talking about football on social media for at least, you know, the rest of this season. You're not going to find me... Um, putting out a tweet or anything like that or popping up in a in a Facebook group. Of course, I'll share the the podcast stuff and we'll ask for your opinions and, you know, and this, that and the other. But I, I probably won't be sharing mine just on the basis that I can do that here. Um, and, I, you know, I don't want to add to the noise. But, I mean, I just want to make, make one sort of point that the football club put a tweet out, didn't they, on Saturday night saying how that we we win together and we lose together thing. And I don't know about you guys, but I, I kind of thought it was a bit silly of them doing that personally. I, I get the sentiment and I get the, I get what they're trying to do, which is to just sort of be like, you know, we, you know, yes, we know you're hurting kind of thing. But for me, I, I, I kind of thought, Oh, I think you'd have been better off just, just staying quiet guys and not, not saying a word. Let the new um, the new social media guy is no Matt Derrick, is he? I think he's just taking his time to bed in and to get the you know understand the mood of the fan base. Maybe um, I think it, it doesn't directly come from him either, or who I can't remember if it's he or her who's coming and done, done the social media. It's probably come from somebody else. Um, yeah, just to say, put something out there that's that's kind of. Uh, trying to uplift people, but it just didn't, didn't work. Anything they could have put out on Saturday night would have been met just with. Just don't absolute, say anything. Yeah, just don't say anything. Right. Yeah, just yeah. common sense. Just, just let people settle and 
And I want to make it very clear that I'm not singling out one person at the football club, or none of us are. I am. Oh, no, you're not, Neil. <laughs> I am. Kelvin Thomas. <laughs> oh, okay, right, okay. But, but what I mean is, is that we're no, not talking right. about the media thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. All right, but, sorry. No, 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 it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But, you know, it's, you know, the football club put that out. It's not one person. Because I'll say this right now. Um, a couple of things that, the new guy has done and put out there been really good that yeah, tiktok yeah, thing did you see that tiktok thing where they used gary neville's you know right foot left foot thing for the ryan watson goals yeah a few the, weeks back that was really good the view from the seat is brilliant yeah the view from yeah, the seat is really good. really good you know there's, there's loads of good stuff it was just that one thing on saturday i just think they should have just read the room <laughs> <laughs> because actually when you look at the sorry jeffy i will yeah. let you talk but when you look at the replies to that message, it, it's it's ridiculous. It's shocking. And they should have known that all they were going to get was dog's abuse back. But equally, right, Charles, let's play devil's advocate, right? What if they hadn't put anything out? So the- I remember we'd had, I rem- remember a long time ago, we'd had a really poor result with Keith Curl. And there was a lot of comments saying, you know, where are you? Because we went a bit quiet. So maybe, maybe we, maybe they thought it was the right thing to do. There's no right thing to do when you get absolutely slaughtered by the team in the relegation zone that you're just outside of. I mean, they were never going to win, were they? But it's, you know, we just got to let everyone calm down a little bit, I think, including us. I think personally, you, you, you do all your normal media duties, i.e. the manager comes out and does his interview. A couple of players do their interviews. That goes out into the, the ether and that's it. That's all you need. You don't need any more. The rest of it is for basically for people like us to go and talk about. Just, you know, for me, I get it. When you win, it's great. And you can put a message out there that says, what a win and all this, that and the other. But when it's like this, and just for me, it's just a case of just read the room. It, it, it annoyed me. And it put me in a worse place. I was just like that going, oh, great. Thanks for the reminder. I just about started to forget about it. And now there's a message saying, oh, we, we win together, we lose together. I know that, but I don't need to be told it at this moment in time. It was one of those, and it just annoyed me a little bit. But not as much, or not anywhere near as much as the performance overall did at the game. The game was just another, another really crap game. It was no advert for League One football at all. And part of me is a bit like that, where you go, you know, oh, I thought it was going to be nice being up into a into a you know a higher division with better quality teams. We might, you know, get to see more entertaining matches. But actually it's been diabolical pretty much, I'd say ninety five percent of the games that we've had that we've watched this season. Because what have we won? Six? Nine. Nine. Nine, is that it? Oh, and I bet and I bet you and I bet you the majority of those nine (laughs) weren't very good and very entertaining (laughs) to watch. We had Fleetwood, which weren't very good and entertaining to watch, but we did the job eventually, didn't we? Oxford's another one. Yeah, that wasn't a good I you know, I still don't think it was a good performance. It was better. I was saying that they're that they're they're ground out results, aren't they? Which Mm -hmm. you kind of need to stay in the league, but if we've only won nine, that's a bit Well, not if you listen to Oglethorpe, bloody hell, the way he was talking about that Oxford victory. (laughs) <laughs> cool. hey i was i was on the yeah but train it, it's night. his job to g everyone up in it right <laughs> yeah of course yeah. it is yeah, uh, I, I, also to talk sense though 
<laughs> Does I, anyone I, that supports Northampton Town? It's a valid point, so. Jeffrey. Yeah. It's a valid yeah. point. <laughs> the four of us certainly don't. Yeah, we I'm don't not in any position to say I do. <laughs> <laughs> I I wonder where we go from here. I mean, I, I mean, I just, League Two is the obvious well, destination. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, actually, no, not Forest Green. Um, you walked so, into that, Charles. <laughs> yeah, I did. You're right, but like, you know, because what's our next game? Shrewsbury, isn't it? At oh, home. God. <laughs> Oh, so they're actually, so there is another team. I mean, they're probably out of it, aren't they, Shrewsbury? Really? Oh, they will but, out, yeah. Um, you know, that's another that's another game that you know they're around us. They're not that close to us anymore, but you know they're they're closer to us than Sunderland and, and Hull are for sure, certain in the table. We've got um, Boris still as well, ain't no, we? No. We're not talking about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just, I just don't think there's any. <sighs> I, I can't see personally how Brady, Samo, and, and and Rico are going to get the the team, you know, up again, ready for another match. I mean, they could put their boots on. <laughs> the only way I could see them getting out of it is if we play teams that are almost on the beach, but we're not doing that at all, pretty much. Well, there aren't any, are there? No, that's, that's what. what the, no, the league is so. Know, old. Of... We are. We're on the beach. <laughs> Blackpool are on the beach, but that's for reason. Um, Dark Horse is Blackpool, by the way. Charles sixth now. Are they? Yeah. There you go. See, not completely wrong. (laughs) Um, It's this whole thing, though, isn't it? You look at it, you go right. So Shrewsbury's on on Friday night. uh, Sorry, Friday afternoon, and then Monday afternoon it's Hull away. I mean. Our squad isn't big enough for any major changes to be made. So, for example, Mitchell will still be in goal on Friday because he's not going to put, is it Dylan Berry? Um, I would personally, but I don't think he's going to. Um, well, I, I personally would just, put him in goal, but he just really? won't. Really? A yeah, youth team? Absolutely. Teamer. Absolutely. He'll get slaughtered. But is it worth a shot? I think it is. I, know, I don't, I don't I, want to see anyone out. I don't think it's out. worth ruining his career. <laughs> Personally. I think he would ruin his career. I think it'd be a good shout. It's such a hard position. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> it's like throwing the centre back in, like Ryan Hughes was at Cheltenham, wasn't it? It's, yeah. just, oh, it's God, such yeah. a difficult position to come in as a youngster. You just don't want to have that flack uh, thrown at you. But, but I mean, I you guess, look at it. Yeah. You just go that team. Like I mean, I, I know it's taken us a few weeks, but I think at least me and you, Danny, got the the lineup spot on, didn't we, on the Fan Hub app? Yeah, but like I said, there's nothing more you could kind of do to improve it, is there? That's, exactly. What that's, are you that's, that's the worrying thing. It's like that Benny would actually put, still came on. Would you start Sheehan? No. I, I, don't I, I actually think... Hear, hear me right, out on this, but I actually think the two centre-backs at the moment, Jones and Horsfall, are the only players that can come out with any credit whatsoever. Yeah. I think they've looked pretty okay. It's the fact that <clears> they cannot do everything... You know they're not they're they're defenders. Our defending wasn't atrocious until the point that we conceded. Obviously, that was pretty goddamn awful. But I don't think I, I you know I don't blame either of those for the defeat. I, yeah, I think I don't, I don't, Penners gave like, them both the best sort of player ratings. Yeah. In the I team. mean I don't blame anyone really. Um, and I think that's the thing. It, it's very difficult. There were individual areas we know that, and that's why I had that comment about the keeper and I would start someone different, but. Equally, you're talking about a group of 11 players that aren't up to the standard, which is what we've talked about, isn't it? So I think it, 
is it worth changing it? Because I think the outcome's probably the same, right? Well, for me, it's more about the fact that you can't change it. Well, yeah, there is that too. <laughs> I think that's actually one of the big problems is that we can't change. I know we had the discussion last week and Neil wants a billionaire in, but until we get a billionaire in, we're never going to be able to have a squad big enough to actually um, be able to ring the changes. And Can we actually play Richards? No, because he's technically registered to St. Ives, I think. Oh, is he? Is he still- <laughs> Damn St. Ives. Put him in there. <laughs> But it's not just that. I think that, you know, because of the way that it all works is that they'd have to be registered before the end of February. Like if you were going to register, say, Samo to come and play centre-back, which clearly you wouldn't be able to. <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't know, Charles. I think he would. He, he'd, he'd probably love to, but I don't think that Samo now is up to the standard. I think he would quite <laughs> happily admit that himself. Yeah, but he was having a look when Bolger was warming up, when Jones was down, wasn't he? Bolger was warming up, and I bet Samo was like, oh, bloody hell, got to get on here. <laughs> I liked, it was it James Hennigan that said, Bolger's got up to warm up, and then the next tweet was, Bolger's sat down again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suddenly a miraculous Lloyd-Jones recovery. Yeah. <laughs> Brady's like, stay up, stay up, <laughs> get on your feet. I don't care if you've only got one leg. You Come can on. crawl your way through this game. <laughs> I mean the thing that the thing that's really disgusting me at the moment is our that's a inability. Strong, strong it is. Word. It is a strong word, but it, it's it's our lack of any kind of attacking effort. I, I genuinely look at the last few games and go, just what what's it been? Two shots or three shots in target in the last three or four matches? We've reverted to type, haven't we? The manager bounce has disappeared. Well, it, it, I, don't, I don't think a manager bounce was ever there, to be honest. No, but it was very small. It was a very small bounce. But I do, <laughs> I, I do think, go back to the beginning of the season. We were at least having, before Christmas, and I think before those that, that little run where we lost to Crewe and then we had the, the Oxford and the Lincoln 4-0 defeat, we were getting, we were having shots every now and again. We certainly weren't turning around and coming away from a game going, oh my God, we've not had a shot on target or, you know, we've only had one. And yet, actually now, attacking-wise, we're we're nowhere to be seen, are we? Are you saying you want Carl back, Charles? No, I'm not. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that we've got worse. Yeah. I thought Tuesday night was a little bit better. I thought we were not peppering, but we were throwing shots in on Tuesday night a little bit more. I can't even remember Tuesday night. <laughs> I, I, do you know, I don't know where... Because Marshall like, at the post, didn't he? And then we had we had a couple more shots. But not nothing major like... Yeah, you're right. It's no, nothing like majorly. Two shots on target, six off. So, Well, was this enough. on... When was this, are you talking? Because I've got... This Oxford, Tuesday, yeah. I've got that as being one shot on target from the ntfc.co.uk website. So nine shots in total compared to Oxford 17. One shot on target compared to their four. Oh, that's the first half. I've got that. Yeah, well, it's un- unless it's not updated, but I mean, that's that's just what's on yeah. here for that. It doesn't matter. Wish it. Well, yeah, we are, aren't we? But we are, and it's driving me. That that's what's so bad about it is that you cannot win a game if you don't shoot. That is a hundred percent right, unless you get an own goal. 
so yeah. we could just yeah pay off the so other it, team's defenders or something. But. So I mean, according according to the the website, the Cobblers website, Saturday, ten shots each, two on target for Wimbledon and one on target for us. Which was the penalty, right? Yeah, probably. in the ninth with the last kick of the game. Yeah, ten shots. Yeah, apparently. Are they counting Mitchell's goal kicks? <laughs> well, no, because they just go out for throw-ins, Neil. Good point. Yeah, good point. Well made. <laughs> I do. I think that there were a couple of efforts that were mostly blocked, weren't they, by defenders? Petey um, had a header that went wide. Yeah. So Petey. Oh, Petey Kioso. Um, Never see him again. No. Yeah. I was thinking. What must he be thinking? <laughs> well, probably. I wish I'd stayed at Bolton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, it, it doesn't make any sense, does it? I, I don't, I just don't get it. And I don't get, oh, well, I feel like I'm just going around in circles because we yeah, are, I think aren't you we? you are, Charles. I feel like I'm midfield then. <laughs> no, they don't go, even, they go semi-circles. A bit more, more like Formula One, I think. Who no, was it? Was it Legion United fan Mike Fuller who wanted to drop a bit of F1 in there tonight? I think uh, Matt Salmons was, yeah. Matt mm. Matt was on the Formula One trail. I won't spoil it for you, but it was very entertaining. Did some cars go round and round? Yeah, some some didn't make it all the way around. Some did. Oh. Did did Hamilton win? Did uh, the best car won? Probably did one car go faster than the others? <laughs> the best car didn't win. Oh. oh, well, it wasn't the best car then, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Charles. We've worked F one out. Was it was it the Oxford United car? Really, chance. <laughs> 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 amazing amazing um I, I mean that's it really isn't it i mean we, look i i've uh, you know i'm feeling a bit uh, about it all at the moment um don't really know what to do um are we doing a preview show this weekend yeah why not should we get one for shrewsbury up and yeah, running at least it's true it's true in preview it will be shit <laughs> <laughs> done there you End. go there you go <laughs> When's um, Rovers? Uh, in a week on Saturday, I think. Oh, so we've got Shrewsbury, Hull, and then Drizzle. Pete the Plumber oh, will be well no. up, well up Pete for it. Pete the Plumber is already, already on it. So. That's going to be an absolute footballing masterclass by the look of it. Yeah. <laughs> From Bristol Rovers. Yeah. I mean, well, Bristol yeah. Rovers <laughs> are absolutely fuming with Joey Barton already. So. Well, as as you would be, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, as anybody would be with Joey Barton. Um, well, well, look, you know, it, it's one of those. I'm sorry it's been quite depressing and that we've not really felt very good about talking about it, but I think that just shows how football is getting to us all at the moment. It's not been a very good season. It's not been a very good weekend uh, for the Cobblers. Um... Well, the problem is, isn't it, that football is an escape, right? Mm. And use football as an escape from the monotony at times of day-to-day life of going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home, whatever it may be, and the stuff you've got going on in your life and stuff. The football at the moment is contributing to, to those <laughs> problems rather than becoming and it being an escape. It's yeah. if anything, it's just making everything worse. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be happy if it just finished tomorrow and just be like, right, okay, end of yeah. season. Yeah, me too. Could tail it. I just be like, yeah. right, come get in, in August. I need a break. Bring on the it's just, Because it's been so relentless as well, isn't it? It's just Saturday, Tuesday, yeah. Saturday, Tuesday all the time. It's just like, well, this has just been so intense. that. There's no, yeah, there's no break from it, is there? You can't switch off from it. 
Yeah, you're you're spot on with that. You're spot on. Um, Okay, well, look, thank you very much for listening. It's been great to have you here. Um, Sorry that we can't be talking about a win, but obviously that's not our fault. Um, It's your fault, Charles. It's all my fault. I'll blame Neil, to be honest. We haven't blamed Neil for something for a while. All right, fair enough. Yeah, there you go. That's fine. (laughs) I'll take it. That's fine. (laughs) Um, You've got lots of stuff to come um, in the coming weeks. There's obviously the preview show at the weekend that's coming up later in the week. Um, There is, at the moment, uh, in fact, in our Patreon, uh, if you are one of our supporters, thank you very much, first of all. And uh, you should have in there right now for you to be able to listen to my interview with NTFC women's player Abby Bruin, which was a really good chat about lots of stuff regarding her footballing career, um, the NTFC women's team and uh yeah it's it's a really interesting chat so do go and have a have a listen to that um go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me thank you for listening guys thank you very much for being here with me happy birthday again to you jeffy and we'll see you next time goodbye there's the cup there's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages the Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Brilliant. I'm Tom Cliff, Cobblers fan and proud owner of Track NN and Cafe Track. Track NN is a social enterprise set up in 2018 to support autistic people to access employment through training, support services and creating opportunities. Research showed that just 16% of autistic adults were in full-time employment and this is something which we are going to change. We opened our cafe on the Market Square in Northampton in January 2019 as a place where individuals could work and develop their employability skills and also be a place where people were free to be themselves. Since opening the cafe in January 2019, we have supported 36 people into paid employment and created over 75 work experience placements and visits for individuals. Since the coronavirus outbreak, we've not been able to open Cafe Track to its full capacity and we've instead taken our offering online. You can help support us by buying coffee virtually at buymeacoffee.com forward slash cafe track. Your money goes to helping us to continue to create opportunities for autistic adults to gain employment. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.